But that is all from the movie, the trailer for the movie, You're Out, which was made right here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making it here. And uh, we've got the producer, Sandy Delisle, here, Catherine Mraz, who is the director of the movie. Hey, guys, welcome to WGN. Thanks for having us. Yes, we're excited to be here. It's my, my pleasure. Uh, This is great because the movie from right here, small, small budget, ended up at the Cannes Film Festival. Sandy, how did this, how does that happen? Right. And why wasn't that I know, there? we're still pinching ourselves. So we got domestic and foreign distribution, and our foreign distributor, which is Adler and Associates, they brought it to the Cannes Film Festival. The folks at the Planetarium brought it to the <laughs> different Adler? Different Adler, Steve. Oh, different Adler. Know. Well, that is, that is the co- <laughs> So what was it like? I mean, did you rub shoulders with Brad Pitt? Uh, what, what, what was that like? I personally didn't attend, so oh. our, our representative attended on our, our behalf. Rep- who's the representative? A the- lucky person. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. All right, let's talk what this about what this movie is all about. The It all began with your interest, I think, Sandy, in animal welfare. So that's definitely a key part of the movie, Steve, but it actually started with raising three boys and a husband obsessed with baseball. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know your husband, but I've got to defend him. <laughs> raising three boys and raising your husband? Well, that's how you yeah, put it. it's kind of true. But no, he's a great guy, but very obsessed with baseball and sports in general. And as a person who did not come from a sporty family, I would sit on the bleachers and just be in awe of the obsession that some of the parents had toward their child becoming an MLB player. And major, it just, major League Baseball. Yes, yeah. Major League Baseball player. And it See, just, you know the lingo. Right? I know. I speak it now. But it just dawned on me, okay, what if I took this to the extreme limits and wrote a movie about how ridiculous this can be when parents try to live vicariously through their children? And that was kind of the impetus of the story. So these Two dads take their 17-year-old sons on an outlandish cross-country road trip to try to get their boys recruited by a Division One college baseball team. And to get back to your reference to animal welfare, yeah. because that is my heart and soul, anything I write has to have an animal welfare theme in it. So, of course, on this outlandish road trip, they find a stray dog and they end up bringing the dog along for the trip. But you didn't go across the country, Catherine, to actually do this. Where was it filmed? Well, actually, it's funny. You mentioned we did go somewhat across the country. We did the majority of it in Chicagoland area and the suburbs. We did some of it in Champaign, about, actually about half of it in Champaign. And shout out to the both Illinois Film Office and the Champaign Film Office because Champaign was just amazing to work with. They brought us so many amazing locations. And then actually... Uh, another crew member and I flew to California to drive to Arizona to pick up some of those B-roll shots and actually ended up in Tempe, uh, Tempe, Arizona at the uh, Arizona State University. But they were actually closed, which is funny because it's a, a point of the film that the the final university they wanted to go check out was actually closed. And in real life, it is closed. So that was a, a great trip. But overall, yeah, it was Chicago made, Chicago crew, Chicago cast. And with the love of this city, that was a huge part of the story. Yeah. Uh, how does one choose a cast 
for a movie like this? Well, fortunately for me, I've been on both sides of the camera for a while, so I have just incredible talent that I work with regularly here in Chicago. I have a small casting company, and you have your own cast. I have, a, I have a lot of companies. I got like seven media companies, but I have a, a boutique casting company that I was really? able to find the majority of the talent. And many of them I've worked with in the past. And that's the best way for talent to get in the face of a director or producer is just to become friends with them well, and work with them. A, thank you, because this is a great question that is brought up. So uh, now we've got more and more work in Chicago being done, which is great. Uh, the Bear, for instance, we were just Absolutely. talking with the restaurant people about. And one thing I love, I'm not going to give anything away, but one thing I love about the series just the scenes of Chicago. I love the restaurants that they yeah. reference. These are real yes. places. Margie's. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to give I've out. Been there. I've, I've been I'm there. just finishing season two, and, and shout out to the amazing cast and crew members because many of the people there again, Chicago local, Chicago people, you know unknown them? Chicago talent. Absolutely, the, many of them are Facebook friends, social media friends, people I've worked with on independent pieces and commercial pieces over the years, and the wealth of talent that Chicago really does have between the music scene and the improv scene and comedy. It, Theater. Theater, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just have it all here. It's great. Uh, Absolutely right. So how did you choose your cast? The regular casting call, and then in a small, weird situation, we originally had Tom Malloy. Uh, He has a Breaking House, right? Breaking House Films. Is that what? Glass House Films? Glass House, yes. He's a distribution company, and he wrote a book called Bankroll that Sandy and I were both kind of interested in, in meeting him, and he was very interested in the lead role until scheduling you know scheduling things happen and i ran into an actor which i had not worked with here in chicago but i had known for many years named shannon brown and him and i just really hit it off Uh, he had a wife that was willing to play the role and again this is the heat of the pandemic so you have to keep in mind where we're looking for real couples to play real couples we're looking for father and son to play real fathers and son which is incredible something that we did i think is really um, amazing. Well, it's amazing you got anything done at yeah. that point in time because yeah. uh, people weren't working. And he's a base. He was a pitcher as well when he was oh, younger. Really? He had pit bulls that he had rescued as well. There was a lot of similar teenage children. So there's a lot of similarities with the lead actors. And then I'd worked with Ed, who plays Alex, many times in the past, and he had a son. Similar situation who ended up being one of our other lead actors. So if this is a movie about like a road trip almost, uh, has touches of comedy for sure. Would you call it a comedy, Sandy, overall? Absolutely. So so it's a comedy. They're crisscrossing the country. And we're talking about pit bulls and baseball. You can explain that or try to when we come (laughs) back on WGN. Steve Dale back with you on WGN. Coming up in a bit, we're going to learn about the weather next week. It's supposed to be, what, 95, 100 degrees? So how do you work out outside? Is that even possible? We'll talk with certified personal trainer Andrea Metcalf about that and what to do inside as well. They're here from the movie, the movie called You're Out! We've got Sandy Delisle as well as Catherine Moraz. Thank you guys for coming. Tell me, so we're talking about the movie. Where can people see the movie, Sandy? Friday, July 28th, folks will be able to... This Friday. Yes, this this Friday. Friday. Exactly. Friday, 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 five days away. People can start seeing it online on 20 plus platforms. You can go to your... Yeah. How many? I didn't even know there were that many. I know. It's insane. But yes. So what are some of them we would know? 
Absolutely. So Prime, we're going to be on Amazon Prime. We we're going to be on Dish. We're going to be on DirecTV, Comcast, AT&T, U-verse, you name it. Apple my TV. Mi- Apple TV. My microwave everywhere. Yes. Exactly. Just tune into that microwave. You have yes. an Apple microwave. It may play on your television yeah, uh, on your microwave. How did you get so many distributors for this? So the movie's got to be good, apparently. Yeah, Gravitas is a well-known distributor for independent films. They are have a great platform. They get you on many different streaming and in-theater theatrical release um, distribution channels. So I was really happy when we decided to go with them. So our phone number, 312-981-7200. I get the best questions because we have the best listeners. How did you make this movie during the pandemic? What were the biggest challenges? So I would say something I had learned from a director, Adam Dick, who I worked with teacher on, I'd asked him what was something that I could do that would entice investors to know that we're not messing around, we're going to do this well. And he said, make sure you have everything mapped out. So I went through the script and I mapped out every storyboard and every overhead to make sure that our talent, if they were not related, were within six feet from each other. We were doing regular tests on set. We were living within the CDC standards of COVID restrictions. And we were very lucky to not have anyone pick up COVID during our production. No one at all. We actually stayed in an Airbnb during the champagne shoot, just so we all would be in the same home. And once we had tested together, we basically isolated together as a crew and as a cast. So are you ever going to direct again in your life? I I already have, yeah. I ask you that for a reason, because you had to survive directing me. Yes. (laughs) You were actually the easy, actually, I'm sorry, Hazel was the easiest cast member that we had. Maybe Matterhorn as well. Sandy had a certain part in mind for me. Explain what that was, Sandy. Absolutely. So, Steve, I know you, as you know, from our animal welfare similarities. So I wanted to cast you in a role that reflected your love and passion for animals. So you are an officer of the law who is taking bribes uh, to benefit dogs and cats in need. So that is your awesome cameo role, and you do an incredible job in it. Well, cameo is the right word. I had about four lines, but nevertheless, you're directing me, and you're, you're, you're still in the industry. You were wonderful. And the fact no. that you came all the way down the champagne for the role meant so much to us. We actually had gotten the real police officers, so we even yes. had that real squad car. I mean, you were so believable. I mean, if you were to have that car and pull up to someone, I, I think they would give you $100 for animal welfare. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I For don't. Real. I don't think so at all. I don't think I've really played. I mean, I don't know that I really came off as a player. It I, was the I, sunglasses. <laughs> yes, exactly. I tried to pull in my best Don Knotts for that. You know, if if people even know what I'm talking about. All right. So the movie. How did you get the idea? You talked a little bit about your husband and everything, but this goes way beyond that. It brings in a pit bull. How was all of that put together in your head? To I mean, did you ever consider, did, did you have a background in screenwriting or? No, I did not. So I just learned as I went. Um, and definitely we tried to get this produced with a large studio. We had some near misses. There were points that I was throwing the script over the fence of Will Ferrell's yard (laughs) at one point when I went on a Hollywood tour. And then after about 10 years, yes, 10 years of trying to go the traditional route, I decided, you know what, people make independent films all the time. I can do this. So I got hooked up with Kay and 
the rest is an amazing movie. So can't yes. wait for everyone to see it. Yes. And, and you wanted to make a statement about pit bulls or dogs you'd look at and say most would call a dog like that a pit bull when, in fact, they're mixed breed dogs. Why did you want to make a statement so badly regarding that? I think it's so important just coming from an animal sheltering background to give all dogs a chance no matter what they look like. So featuring a blocky headed dog in the movie that most people would perceive to be a pit bull was really important to me. And we are so fortunate because the dog who stars in our movie is a local Chicago hero. Her name is Bobby. How is she a hero? So she's done a lot. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating on the hero part, but she's made a name for herself in the doggy world because she performs for the Midnight Circus here in Chicago, which Explain some what, of your yeah. readers may be, or your viewers may be familiar with, listeners. That's okay. <laughs> Two out of three. <laughs> right? I'll get it at some point. So what what is the Midnight Circus for people who don't know? So the Midnight Circus does free performances all over Chicago, and they do all kinds of acrobatic acts and comedic acts. And the only animals in their circus are beloved dogs, including Bobby, who is in our movie. And many of them are rescue dogs, and they're taught only, I happen to know, a positive reinforcement dog training. Exactly. And the messages are, these are rescue dogs. The other message is, many of these dogs, nearly all of them, are dogs you would call a pit bull, even though, in fact, and I keep saying it that way because... The genetic testing has been done now, and these dogs are greatly just mixed-breed dogs. Absolutely. Right. And so many of these blocky-headed mixed-breed dogs are sitting in shelters right now. So one of the hopes is that when people see this movie, they'll be motivated to want to go out and adopt one of these amazing dogs sitting in a shelter right now. Is that one of your goals? Absolutely it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of comments have you gotten back from either Cannes Film Festival? Because I think... You have to, guys have to explain it to me. Don't they judge? Isn't this a competition, the Cannes Film Festival, where they judge different movies? You, I, I don't know much about it, but maybe you yeah, do. Yeah, a lot of that went through our distributor, but there's a couple different angles at Cannes. There's the competition angle. There's kind of um, a distribution angle of it where they have private screenings with your films in it. So we kind of ended up on more of the distribution private sector of it. But um, a lot of the feedback we've gotten has been actually really positive. It seems that Gravitas has kind of taken us under their wing and sent out some really nice uh, PR for us, mentioning that, you know, they think we're kind of the next Benji and, and we've got a real future. Wow. Yeah. I, I'll so that's tell been you great. a Benji story. So I have several texts asking me the same question. What is the name of the movie? Which is... You're out! That's the name of the movie. And in fact, uh, Nancy Faust... Does, I mean, so I'm, I'm so I'm, glad you brought her up. Yeah. So I'm I'm when I saw the screening of the movie, I was thinking that oh, that sounds a lot like an organist that sounds familiar to me. And any baseball fan in Chicago, that's because it is Nancy Faust. It is Nancy Faust, who is also a huge animal lover and an amazing woman, and she loaned us her talent. So she does organ music in the film as well, which is great and. 
the other music in the movie? So the rest of the music is Mind Exchange music. We had uh, Paper Star, Lady K Productions were the companies with Stay the Course. And then we brought on Mind Exchange, all local Chicago companies. Again, we're not outsourcing to L.A. They're right over here in Rogers Park. And they have a music composer, Donnie Walker, who did all of that. Wonderful music. I think the soundtrack should be a standalone of its, you know, self. It's absolutely fantastic. Something uh, people should pay attention to. You know, uh, when so you... How did you do? I mean, did you go to her home and and set up? How did we you did do that? actually? We, did. we brought one really? of the mind exchange guys over to Nancy's house, and she's Andy got and an I. organ like right in the middle of her living room. <laughs> she does. She brought out all of the baseball yeah. memorabilia. It was a trip down mem- memory lane. It was really cool, and she's actually going to be at the premiere for the movie on Friday as well. Is she? She is. Oh, I wish I could go because I. Now you've motivated. We've got to get Nancy Faust on the show because oh, she's Nancy the best. Faust. Yeah. She's very yeah. nice. Very yes. kind. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So when I was a kid working in college radio, I'd interview whoever would say yes to me because, you know, you're in college radio. Who's listening to that? And Nancy <laughs> Faust always said yes. I remember she would never remember, but I had her on University of Illinois at Chicago. I've had her on the show, I don't know, way back when. A few years ago, but I would have her on all the time, relatively speaking, because she kept saying yes. You know who else would say yes all the time was Larry Lujak. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so for, nice. so, for some reason he liked me, and and he kept saying yes. So if they said yes, I'd be happy to have him on. Why should people see this movie? There it's are so many family. Reasons. It's so a family movie. Well, isn't it? So I want to throw out there: I am adopted, and so mm-hmm. when I got attached to this movie, I thought. There's so many elements about it. The adoption element, the the animal welfare element, the yep. baseball element. There's some sex positive in there and women's, you know, personal rights inside of there as well. There's, there's so she many. She works in a lot of stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, there's a lot of that's layers Sandy in the story. Delano, yeah. And that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And also just on the very most basic level, if you like to laugh, you should see the movie. It's just aside from all of these themes that are interwoven, it's just plain and simple funny. It's a goofy movie. Very well directed. I'm going to tip my hat to Kay over here. She did a phenomenal job. So I need to tell you a very fast story about Benji because you mentioned Benji. Yeah, please. So let me see if I could do this very quickly. We get a call at like three in the morning. You've met my wife, Robin, right? I have. So she answers the phone. This goes back to when there were landline phones. and So she answers the phone and uh, on the other end of the phone, she hears this is Joe Camp. Joe Camp is Benji's person. Uh, and and made all those Benji movies. Benji come home. Benji goes home. Benji needs a rescue. Whatever. <laughs> and and they were stuck at O'Hare Airport. So he said, "I can't find a hotel anywhere. Is it possible we could stay the night?" So of course, this is Benji. So oh we go outside. It's storming outside. We live right across from Lake Michigan. Benji gets out. We were expecting a limo. It was just a taxi. So Benji gets out <laughs> and squats. So I'm going to pick up Benji's stuff. So with the plastic bag, I reach down to grab it and it blows right across out of my hands, right across Lakeshore Drive into the park. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, the person who finds that, they can sell it on eBay. It belongs to Benji. And I thought, you know, this is Benji, the most trained dog in the world. We're going to get, you know, our dishes washed. Some of the, Benji's going to vacuum and none of that happened. But Benji was a perfect house guest and maybe there'll be a series, you know, a road trip series. You know, what happens next? I like to think that Matterhorn is that perfect house guest. In yes, our film. Matterhorn it's is magical the name dog. Of the character. Okay, we'll find out. Bobby's we'll character. find out. We'll find out all of that, or you will, when you see the movie, which is Get called. Out! Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so very much, producer Sandy Delisle and writer, screenwriter now, 
and Catherine Moraz. Good luck on your next venture, whatever that might be. Thank you very much, guys, for coming to WGN. Thank you. Thank so you, much. Steve. It was, it was great. great. Yeah, wonderful.